Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel O'Connor. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've bitten a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Monday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick with you this morning. What else is new? Apple's up. Tesla's up. Actually, here's something new. The plasma trade is on. We have not talked about this, but yes, there are some stocks training up off of the news that the FDA has approved plasma for the treatment of COVID-19. So we'll talk about that. Uh, oil is trading up this morning as well. There are some bad storms uh, in the forecast for the Gulf of Mexico. So that is cutting supply there. Uh, our guest today, Bill Santiago. He is an independent trader and a comedian, and he will join us at 835. In the meantime, uh, Please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. We appreciate any and all likes. I'm doing it right now myself. So uh, there we go. And now, Joel, what happened here or what's happened here in the overnight session? How are we doing? Uh, strong close on Friday, Spencer, and follow through today. Uh, we took out that pair of highs at the end of the week at uh, just around 33.96. Uh, your low. 93.50, that's a, just a buck above the close. And we have just been drifting, marching higher here, trading at the highs of the pre-market session. Really nothing up here, folks, because we've never been up here. Crude is in the green by 42 cents at 42.76, still tussling with that $43 area. Uh, as you can tell, we do have some news about some bad weather, stopping oil shipments, but still doing a tango with uh, 43 uh, gold, we'll talk about gold and inflation here in one minute, but gold's up 1380 at 196080. And silver marching its way back up to 30. It's up 38 cents at 2711. Bitcoin doesn't want to be left out of the trade. That's up $135 at 11,830. Uh, Triple D, uh, deja vu all over again here. Oh, yeah. The uh, They're out buying uh, right off that 6 o'clock last night. That 6 o'clock open, you had to get in and get in quick. Yeah, and I mean, it's the same stocks. It's the same story. The split trade continues to just go up every single day. Apple trading up a cool 16 points here this morning after tacking on $130 billion worth of market cap on Friday. Uh, Tesla's up another 71 points here this morning. These stocks are just rocket ship mode. It's like the dumbest thing. NVIDIA is trading up here too this morning. And it's like, I look at these stocks, I'm trading Friday night. And I'm like, well, NVIDIA was trading down a buck. I was like, I might as well just buy it because it'll probably be up 10 bucks on Monday. And sure enough, you come in and it's trading up nine. I mean, the, the it's brainless trading almost right now. Like, I don't know when it ends and it will end. Uh, but right now, it's like those same stocks just keep rolling and rolling and rolling. Obviously, full disclosure, I'm still long Apple. Um, I've sold my NVIDIA this morning, so I can freely talk about it. But I mean, every time these things pull back even a buck or two overnight, um, it's just a buying opportunity. So I don't know when the story cools off for these stocks. But, you know, obviously, NVIDIA, we talked about CMG. We've talked about, you know, the potential for splits on some of these, which is maybe driving these stocks relative to other stocks and their indexes. But you look here, Apple, up 16. I mean, you can't even rationalize it. Back, We go back to March, just rewind the tape. 
on Apple. And let's just analyze, you know, where we've been straight up, obviously, since then. But you look at where it was, $212. The PE got down to about 12, 12 or 13. The PE on Apple is approaching 30 now. So you start thinking, holy cow, you know, this has got to be, you know, the most Apple's been valued at in years um, from a valuation perspective. But it doesn't matter. It's hot right now. It's going. I don't want to sell it. One, I don't want to pay the tax on it. Two, you know, I could hedge it, but every time, every, every, you know, if you're hedging, it's been the wrong call every single day. The thing just keeps going up every day. So I don't know when this party ends. Maybe it ends after the split, but we got a whole other four trading sessions after this one pre-split. So going to split Monday, I believe Spencer Israel has the date pegged on Tesla and Apple, but these are unbelievable moves. I think you just keep trading them, I guess, and ride the way, ride it until the party ends. Yeah, just use uh, the previous day's highs as support. That's uh, that's. I'm just going to blanket all the technical uh, analysis on this with everything gapping up. That's the only thing. Old old resistance, new support, whatever that high was on Friday, probably won't even get there. I, I know they tried to push it to 500 on Friday, came up a little bit short, having no problem doing it today, trading just off the highs of the pre-market session. Uh, where'd we get to? Uh, just in the last 15-minute bracket, uh, where'd we get to? If you absolutely have to have a high for right now, it's what, 5.15? doesn't matter because we're yeah, going to look at it. It's going to be 5.25 by like 10 o'clock. Eventually, you got to pull the rug out from under it a little bit, though, don't they? Don't we need some type of a little pullback this week somewhere? <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm know. not trading it from the short side, I'll tell you that much, but. Holy. And for people that have problems, if you check your settings and you go to 720, that will clear it right up for you if uh, you have a problem reading these charts. Just yeah, the settings see. on the bottom right corner of your YouTube video, go to quality, set it to 720p because for some reason it wants to default back to me to like 144 and then everything's blurry. So we're high end here now. We're in like high def, HD, pre-market prep. Spencer, what are your thoughts? You sit in the background here. You see the same stocks exploding every day. The other stocks are hated. I mean, you can bring up Intel. It's trading up two cents. So market goes up. Intel does not go up. You got Cisco flat, not even up a penny. It cannot even catch a bid when the S&Ps go up 30 handles. I mean, it's the same story again and again. There's complete separation between. So it's not a rising tide lifts all ships by any means. There are ships that have sunk with holes in them. (laughs) And they're sitting at the bottom of the ocean, and they don't plan on rising anytime soon, it doesn't appear. I don't know. The Intel does the, – and obviously, I had the Intel for a couple of days, and it, it rode out, and obviously, they did the buyback. It smelled of desperation to me, which is why I sold into that rally. I think right Intel yep. – I think Intel's not catching a bit anytime soon. So what are your thoughts, though? You sit here, and you see this separation. Well, how do we stop the separation between value? Come on, Spencer. Even look, even how do we stop the tech. separation? Yeah. How do we stop Apple from going up and Intel from going down and Cisco from going down? How do we stop it? Not that we have to, but what stops it? Well, I, I don't know what stops it, but I, I think, you know, the same, the same thing applies today as, as what applied in, in early March, right? Is if, if, you're, if you want to buy anything, uh, that's that's out of favor. In, in, early, in early March, it was everything, and, and now it's obviously not everything. It's just energy and value, uh, and, and financials, I guess. Uh, if you want to buy any of that stuff, just be prepared to take pain in the short term. That's what you have to do. You just have to take it. Or pain in the long term. I mean, 
look at the banks. Let's just move away from oh, it. Oh, like, These are just – You just have to take it. Just Terrible. Take it. Just take, I mean, are we not? Are we not going to need banks anymore? I, I mean, don't know, Joel. Look, look at Wells Fargo. I mean, we are getting close to the March lows. I mean, we're not that far off the March low on Wells 22. Fargo. I guess it got lower than we're we're below the March lows. We got down in May. We got down to twenty two dollars in Wells Fargo. We're not that far from it. So it's not like oh, I just buy any stock and all stocks go up. They don't. That the, the tech stocks, the growth tech stocks go up, but there's a lot of stocks that just do not catch a bit. I mean, I see it this morning. American Airlines is up 40 cents. You know what I'm thinking on that? What, what you know what I'm thinking on American yeah. Airlines? Trading up 40 cents because Trump said some positive stuff about plasma. So we have Sold. a little bit of a reopening trade in the pre-market. Sold. Yeah. I'm thinking how long before they just start hitting that bit again? Because they hate all those stocks and maybe they hate them for good reason, but you know, the banks, you know, yes, we, you know, we've seen, you know, some stabilization in a few of these charts. Morgan Stanley's held up better, so maybe I'm picking on the worst one. But J.P. Morgan, which many people believe is best of breed, we're back to where we were May, June. I mean, it's really gone nowhere. So if you put all your money in, you know, one of the best banks probably out there, J.P. Morgan, over the last three months, you've watched your money go nowhere, and you've watched stocks like Apple, you know, double. So look, it's look, unbelievable. From, from a trading standpoint, it's really, it's, this is not that difficult, right? You buy the stocks that are in favor on pullbacks and, and, and you, you sell rips and stocks out of favor. That's, hey, still, work. that's, that's what, still working. That's what we've been saying on the show for six months. Right, right. And, uh, nothing, and nothing has changed. That's, that's, that's what you got to do. That's, so it's, it, it, that's from that point of view, from the, the trading point of view, that's what you have to do. And anything longer than that, longer term investing, whatever, swing trading, uh, you know, whatever, if you're looking at several months out, a couple of years out, you just gotta, you gotta be prepared to take the pain. If, if you're convicted, just take it. Right. If you have, I don't know. I think if you're taking the pain, you're in the wrong stocks right now. When the S and P's are making new highs and you're taking pain in your portfolio, you're in the wrong stocks. I think you're but, in the wrong but stocks. If you have, I have, if you have conviction. Then you should, then you should be willing to, to that's all I'm saying is it, if you have the conviction to buy it, Take the pain. Yeah, but how long do you take the pain for before you say, I'm in the wrong stocks and my, my opinion was wrong? I mean, I've been dead wrong. Well, not dead, but Cisco. I've been talking against my book. I didn't want it, but it's in my portfolio. And I look at this and think, it can't go up on a day the S&Ps are up 30. What's going to make it go up? Maybe if Jim Cramer comes up and says, buy it, maybe that would turn it around because his influence is just unbelievable. He's right trying now. to find a bottom here. I mean, well, yeah, but for, it's, it's consolidation to probably go lower, Joel. You know, you see this, it gets hammered, and then they sit there for a few days, and then they get hammered again. I'm just waiting for the ball to fall out and Cisco's at 38 bucks. I, I absolutely, you know, it's, it's one of the few value techs I have left, and and I do like the Jim Cramer approach. You know, he said, have a little bit of value, have a little bit of growth, and, and you know, and, and your, you know, your long-term portfolio will be okay that way. I just look at it, all my value stocks suck, and all my growth stocks are awesome. So my portfolio is doing okay. It's kind of doing what the S&P. But if I was all growth in my long-term investing portfolio right now, you'd be killing it. So it, it's tough to just keep sticking with these value dogs. Can we, Does it ever come back in a favor? If we get two days, three days, a week and a half ago, two weeks, it's like, okay, we're showing some light. I know. I, I, they hit them back I down. Reassess, I, I want to reassess this trade on Monday, okay, next Monday. After why? The, why, after, why, why next after Monday? After the splits happen, after Tesla and Apple split. Yeah. I, I guess they're not going to stop going up until then. So doesn't appear to anyways. Maybe they pull a rug out from it a day earlier or something. But I, 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 you're making a fantastic point. 
And we have the split coming. We know these stocks are being driven by the split, at least Apple and Tesla is, and it's makes dragging no up sense. the other growth tax. It makes no sense. It doesn't matter. The market doesn't make sense. But some of it does. And let's stop for a second and just talk the economy just for a second. Just for and not, talk, not long. No. Let's talk inflation. <laughs> you don't want to talk the economy. Oh, let's talk inflation. Okay, because after this, housing go, uh, prices uh, are exploding. Spencer's, Spencer's hanging in there. No, I'm just telling you, housing prices are exploding right now. At least they are where I'm at. And, you know, I understand, you know, I talked to my buddy in Chicago who's got a bunch of houses there. And he's like, in the burbs, housing prices are exploding. I'm like, boats, you know, people are buying used boats and they're paying twice as much as those boats were going for last year because they're scrambling around. And obviously, boating season is going to end in a month. So, you know, maybe that trade's going to come off, you know, of, of buying stuff. But people are out there buying stuff. They're buying stuff. And I'm just wondering if you don't have inflation eventually creeping in or potentially coming a little bit faster. We know we have inflation. They've lied to us, you know, all the time. They take out what's inflationary out of the index and tell us we don't have inflation, but we know prices go up. I mean, they don't include housing prices, haven't been because they look crazy. <laughs> or but, crude. Well, well you, you could include crude because crude going goes down. So <laughs> if they want they'll probably reintroduce crude into the, you know, the, but, but in any regards, inflation has got to be somewhat of a concern. And what does the Fed do? If let's just say, Scenario analysis. We start to get into a period where prices start really flying and inflation becomes a concern. How does the Fed raise interest rates to fight it? The, the U.S. deficit is too much. It cannot like just start jacking interest rates because the whole economy would just roll over. So I don't even know how you fight that. So they're setting themselves up for a really bad scenario. And I mean, if you really think inflation is going to be a concern, maybe that's the argument why gold and silver have been catching a bit and even why Bitcoin to a certain extent has been showing some life. You know, is the inflation trade, and that, is that why the stock market just continues to fly? Is the inflation trade already on? I think so. Buy Bitcoin? I don't know. Call it a day. Where's Bitcoin this morning? It up again? I want to buy. I should buy it. I should buy Bitcoin. Up, I hate it's, Bitcoin. Uh, it's up $155. Uh, Where is it? 13000 yet? No, 11850 That yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm quoting you the futures here. If it wasn't just oh, a yeah. numbers in an account, you know, like if it had actually something behind it, I just can't, like, get my grasp around just buying somebody's digital numbers like for and there's nothing there there's no like at least with gold you got a metal that has some type of use um, i mean i don't totally understand it but then you could i guess you can argue the same for fiat currency so anyways we've digressed yeah, to an inflation talk but i think i'm just saying maybe that's the reason why we just have this non-stop bit but why do the value stocks i guess you know maybe there's the banks and somebody in the chat was saying there's a lot of bankruptcies coming and maybe it is just, you know, big, you know, business versus small business and the small business owner is in trouble. And we are going to see a lot of bankruptcies and we're going to see some issues. And maybe that's why the banks can't catch a bit either. But there's a lot of separation here in a lot of different stocks. I, I would just say, and then we'll move on, but I was doing some research over the, over the weekend, doing some, you know, portfolio analysis. And I thought, oh man, I really don't have any enough dividends in my portfolio. I probably should get some more. And I looked at, you know, buying a dividend ETF or I looked at, all of them pretty much. And then I, and then I thought, what, how can I buy this? It, like, how can I buy these companies right now? Yeah, it's all full of crap. You, you get a dividend. Great. But your returns are horrible. They're horrible. Oh, Cisco, I, nice 3.4% dividend. Stock goes can, straight down. How can I buy a dividend ETF right now when all the stocks in it are just crap? I don't know. So I, And they cut the dividends. I mean, you had Wells Fargo and you're like, oh yeah, 7% dividend. Pretty nice. Oh, now it's one. It's 1% now. Yeah. 
It, it, it's tough. That's the that's the the whole reason why they keep flying into the same companies because they want to be in the companies that are you know running on all cylinders. Yeah, and it's the same tech companies that are doing that. I mean, I look at the Amazon chart, Joel. Look at the Amazon chart. It looks ready to go again. Look, look at it. It got four days of consolidation with four highs just under thirty three hundred, oh, which boy. is kind of yep. coinciding right with the thirty three forty four all time high. That looks ready to break out. Full disclosure: I'm long Amazon. But I almost want to put on more for a trade because the thing looks like it's ready to go. Yeah, and also the the split factor. Uh, uh, people start thinking that, or they, every time they talk about it on CNBC, oh, Amazon might split it. Jacks it, it, it gets another ten points jacked onto it. So, and I mean, I don't think it's Bezos style. I don't know if he's that. You know, he's, does Amazon ever split? Let's find out. I don't. Think, Amazon ever? I don't split? think so. I don't think they have. I do not think so. Like we know, Apple has split before, yeah. and you know, obviously, that's you know, there's no Several, history yeah, here of times. Amazon. Split. Amazon has Amazon has three splits. I stand corrected. They have split. Yep, they split uh, in '98, '99, and again in '99. Back when splits were cool. Yeah. But the splits are starting to become cool again. Can you imagine if Amazon announced stock split? Where would it go? I mean, 5, we just 000. saw what Apple did. I mean, what would it do the next day? Up twenty percent. I don't know. So, anyways, I would not want to be short Amazon right now. Not with that chart, not with the split talk, and not with tech. And what I mean, would you want to be short? All this Besides, crap. All the va- Intel. All the- Intel. Intel. I, have, I, I, I shook my head and when I was in, obviously, and I bought the stock, and I look at it, and it's not going up. And, and you go on here, and here you have it comes up with a $10 billion buyback, and they just slap it in the face and knock it right back down. I don't want to be long into. I what like about the Oracle? dividend. What about Oracle? I'm long Oracle. I do own Oracle. Oracle has that wild card, this TikTok stuff happening right now. But you know what? It's old tech too. I don't love it either. It hasn't gone anywhere. The only reason I won't sell my Oracle is because I'm averaged in from eight bucks on this thing. I bought it during the financial crisis. And I don't want to pay the tax. So you know, maybe that's a bad reason not to sell a stock. But you know, when you're selling stocks with four or five hundred percent gains, the tax sucks. So I don't know if I would sell my Oracle for that reason, but I wouldn't be buying Oracle. It's not the sexy, it's not a sexy stock. It, it's all about, you know, what's hot. And, you know, yeah, it gets a little headlines on the TikTok thing right now, but this stock's gone nowhere too. I mean, look at the Oracle chart. Look at the Oracle chart for the last year. Think about what's, you know, where Apple is relative to where it was a year ago. Think about where Tesla is, obviously, relative to where it was a year ago. Look at Oracle, where it was. Look at Cisco, where it was. These stocks are dogs. Micron, Western Digital, dogs, dogs, dogs. They don't want those stocks. They're not growing. They only want the stocks that are growing on the top line. I don't know if that trade turns, but it has. everybody's been trying to call that turn for years now, and it's lost the money. So I don't know. I don't like any of the stocks. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk plasma. Yeah, that's where I wanted to go. You, you know what is hot uh, this morning? What is sexy is not value tech, but it is plasma stocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the news last night that the FDA, uh, I think at the urging of the White House, had uh, approved uh, or authorized the use of convalescent plasma uh, from patients who have recovered from COVID nineteen to treat uh, to, to treat the virus essentially. So uh, the FDA was was very cautionary. You know, this is this is early days for for this treatment, but they are they're giving it the accelerated use, and so they are, I guess, allowing doctors to prescribe uh, plasma. And that is kickstarting rallies this morning in a number 
of stocks. And if you'd like, I can even uh, here, I'll go to the Benzinga Pro and they've got a list for me right here in the pro of a bunch of platforms. Bring that up. Rating up. Props right. to the Benzinga news desk. I tweeted out a bunch of them too from go. Benzinga. I should, I I'll show you stuff. exactly. All, all I did was go into my news feed and I'll make it bigger here, but I'll go yeah, sure. into go my news feed and I just searched plasma. I'll make, I'll make the font bigger. I just searched plasma and there we go. Okay. Here we go. A bunch of plasma stocks for you this morning. ADMA. And then I just go on by the, the ones that are up the most. So GRFS, yeah. yeah. KMDA, LMNL, SONN, TTOO, all up double digits here. Yeah, all up big. All up big. Uh, XBIT is also in there as well. So um, props to those guys. And that's what's moving this morning. If you look at what's moving this morning, it's Apple, it's Tesla, and it's these guys. The plasma. Yep. The problem is we know the Apple, that's a sustained trade. Is this a sustained trade or is this just an overnight Probably gift from not. Trump and they fade it? I don't know. I, I mean, it's hard it's, to say on day one. It's uh, There's been, I mean, it's kind of mixed here. Uh, the ADMA, big fade going on right now. You had to sell your peanuts when the circus was in town. That hit six bucks and now we're at three and a half. So that one's leaking bad maybe get down to the oh, got a ways to go to get to the top of yesterday's range but that one uh almost a two for one stock split since it hit uh six bucks earlier grfs there's one of them that's really that's holding on to the gains where this is one, adma from where it was in the pre-market how high did it get six bucks oh these have come off huge then yeah this trade's already been faded it's kind of the ratings on the wall this is why we started pre-market prep me and joel because you can get so much information. You come in and you don't know what's happened in the pre-market. And you look and you're like, oh, this ADMA is up. It's trading up exactly. 50%. Oh, it, I want to buy this thing because it's going to go up 100. It already did. About 40%. <laughs> went up. It already went up 200 and it's coming down. So it's a completely different story. When you look at that pre-market chart, it's a completely different story. Now it's telling you. Oh, we had the huge, everybody excited off the 4 a.m. open. And because, oh, these are going to be the stocks and all those people are burned. And everybody who's bought it since 4 a.m. is down money. That's telling you a completely different story. That in high likelihood, in my opinion, this ADMA isn't going back to six. It doesn't go back to five. It might not go back to four. It might go back to three. So this is why, you know, and obviously these things are bouncing around a little bit. Could get some little snapback rallies in here as it goes. But completely different story than if you just look at, oh, if this was up. Now it's a 40%. Maybe it's going to go up 200%. It already did. So pre-market means so much when you're looking at these little stories. Let's already trade 11 million shares. It's telling me this trade is actually already coming off. Uh, this GRFS has just been tailing off. This one's different. Well, it's at the low of the move, and uh, it got oh, cool. a little it's spike. It's an I'm sorry? It's an ADR also, so it's great. Okay. So Which stock? G GRFS. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, when they're ADRs, they're already priced okay. over. Okay. So. Um, this LMNL, uh, this one, yeah, it's still up seven bucks, but it was up 14 bucks. It yeah. got to 28. So, yeah. man, you see these spikes on the dailies a lot of time. The stock did this in uh, early July. Not sure what the news was. Came back in. Did it again at the end of July. Came back in. Uh, so, you know. It, 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 I'll tell you, it's the same headline because this this headline that we're getting that we got last night is not necessarily new news. It's been it's kind of like the Foot Locker trade. It's been teased for months that the FDA was going to do something uh, with with plasma. 
so it's, it's just the same headline that we've already gotten like three or four times already. That's what each spike is. I had no opinion before we began this segment, and I am very opinionated three minutes later for the simple reason <laughs> what you just said that, you know, we've already had these headlines. Second thing is I can see it in the stocks at the big pops off 4 a.m., 5 a.m. They've leaked ever since. Um, I think these stocks, I think it's a gift on all these stocks. And if I was in these stocks, I'd ring the register. That's my opinion. Very opinionated, not buying any of them. And if I was long these things, I would say thank you for the 65% LMNL, LMNL this morning and ring the register. Could it go yeah. back up further? It could, but I'd ring the register. That's just Dude. my opinion. TTOO hit uh, 220, now back at a buck 70. Uh, this is a reverse. They're leaking, leaking yeah. bad. Everyone is. Is there one that has? I mean, the only one that hasn't, let's see what KMDA did. Uh, now, now, this is a little different looking chart here, Triple D. Hold the, on a little uh, bit more. Yeah. All right, so yeah. maybe I don't fade that one because it's still looking okay. but And it's only up 27%. These other ones were up 200%. Maybe it's a different story. I'm not sure. Uh, but the other ones, that ADMA, the ones that were up, and they've already given back half their gains. You never want to see your stock open up at 4 a.m. at the highs and leak all pre-market. You never want to see that because that's uh, Tanya. People were just too excited off the hop, and everybody's been burned just in Just came all. in, and then people were just waiting there. They were waiting. They're like, I'm down money in this. Thank you for giving me my money back. Thank you, Donald Trump. I got some of my money back in SONN. I mean, this stock was 7 8 bucks three weeks ago i don't know why it popped up there and then all of a sudden pre-market it gives you most of your money back people are like thank you very much and they sell and they move on that's what we're seeing these trades have been sold all morning uh s-o-double-n that hit 750 now trying to get that hit seven that isn't that awesome isn't that awesome your levels too joel look at that march third high on s-o-n-n yep 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 coincides so nicely with it and leaked ever since it's not going back. I don't think it's going back to seven bucks. Do you? Uh, it's just too much. Too many people are caught. Just step down yep. sellers. Pain after the... up there. Pain. Yeah. Pain. That's what pain. Kramer says. Pain. These stocks are up. So S-O-N-N is up 49%. And I'm going to say pain. <laughs> I'm not going to chase this. Because How? the people bought seven, six, five, and four are all losing money here now. There's some pain in here. It's rare to see a stock up 50% and you can say, hey, there's some pain in here. But in these pre-market charts, you can find some pain. We can find pain in any chart, in any situation. If you're short uh, Tesla, yes. Hey, yes. What, what was the high this morning in XBIT? Was that, did that get up to 2580? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't buy stocks up 200%. Another chapter? Is another chapter in the book? Pain, the pain trade. Twenty-five yeah. eighty, Mister Israel. That is correct. Yep. It now it's twenty-one. A lot yeah. of people down some money in that this morning already. They're like, "Oh, I thought I was gonna get rich on this plasma trade. Yeah, it's not working out way the way you thought." Yeah, it's kind of uh, like we said. It's kind of uh, news reproduced. Like when I uh, when I mentioned it, you know, to Lisa, you know, Trump's making an announcement. She was like, "Yeah, it's probably plasma." And, you know, this was that, like not looking at the tape, something that's been talked, you know, talked about for a while. Uh, but let's, how are the other vaccine stocks reacting to this? Like, like, um, we got AstraZeneca. Oh, yeah. Up. So AZN, that's, that's the, its own headline. That, um, what is that headline? The, and the, remember, that's trading in Europe right now. So that's already priced. So it's up two bucks, 3%. That's actively traded for five hours already open in Europe. So, you know, it's kind of figured out where it wants to be. Um, I have full disclosure. I'm long AstraZeneca. 
I'm, I'm starting to think I might just move on from this one too, though, because. Yeah. So there was a report, I, I think it was from the financial times uh, that the Trump administration. And then, so then I guess the FDA by, by default uh, is considering fast tracking AstraZeneca's vaccine candidate before the election. I've said all along, I think AstraZeneca is going to be one of the first. And I bought the stock when it came back to 55 because that's where it had broken out from. I've been sitting in it here and watch it go to 57, back to 55, back to 57, back to 55. And I just don't know, even if it gets approved, how much gas, you know, that could be worse. It could be worth something if they fast track it and they quickly get it approved. Um, but do I get another shot at 55? Maybe you just trade this thing. Look at maybe that this game is one of those. Maybe this change. Yeah, Remember well, that, that was that was that crazy announcement. That's the classic when they start popping up. You know, companies the size of AstraZeneca start popping up ten percent. You know, on a positive trial, that's just ring the register, Gilead all over again. Oh yeah, um, I'm just going to mention. But a three and a half percent move. I mean, AstraZeneca it feasibly could get start getting up over sixty. Maybe it starts trending if they think this is going to be the winner. If you're in a vaccine play, I think this is is going to be the winner. But again, how much money is going to add to the bottom line? I mean, on on even if they get it approved, this is a huge company. It's not a small little you know nickel and dime company. That's got, you know, no drug approved. And, you know, this is going to be a game changer for them. It's no game changer. As I don't even know how much money they're going to make off of it. So when you get these two point perception, pops, it seems like there are opportunities to sell when you get these pops. And, you know, I look at this and maybe I should just be trading this 55, 57, 55 to 57. You could have done that three, four times and been making two points. So maybe this is a better trade than it is like sticking around and just waiting for, you know, the ultimate announcement. All right, uh, S&P's did get up to 24, tw- or 34.24. I'm off only by 1,000 points on that one. Uh, we backed off at 34.21 and a quarter, so there's a target for you. Actually, uh, my last number was 34.21 and a quarter. Probably should have adjusted that after that uh, that strong open, but uh, right. that's what we're looking here at 8.31. Yep, we're going to get Bill Santiago on here in a couple of minutes. He is an independent trader. Also a comedian. If you, I can't want, wait. If you, can't if you wait. want Bill to uh, insult uh, all, us, the three of us, or anyone, well, you know well. hit that like <laughs> button. Hit the like button. I want to see how many likes we can get, and then we'll have he... Bill watch some insults our way. Uh, and at, at, at eight thirty-five here, so uh, let's see those likes and subscribes. Uh, back to the stocks. Let's do a couple more. Can we do Grow Generation? Yes, that's actually where I wanted to go next. GRWG. So, so if, you look and... at, if you look at the stocks with the most volume this morning trading in the pre-market, uh, GrowGen is uh, near the top. Is it there is... a headline here? Does it, does it need a headline? This story, uh, the story, story is Grogen, broken, broken, broken. Just... is, is uh, hold on for dear life. I, I've been trying to get the CEO on the show just to kind of answer some questions. They were the subject of a uh, pretty strong uh, short report last week from Hindenburg alleging some uh, major red flags as far as the management team is concerned. But the stocks have obviously not been on a huge rally. Uh, not so much. Looks like it kind of topped out there a couple. Well, you know where it topped out when yeah. we said. I said that day you had the double Jim Cramer pumped. He pumped it the one day, drove it to nineteen, then he pumped it the second day and drove it to twenty-two and said he had to buy it. It's fourteen dollars. We said it on the show that morning. I said I've never seen Jim Cramer pump a stock two days in a row. Have a CEO on and then do a follow-up segment the next day and give yeah. this as you have to buy this stock. And I was like, this has got to be the top because it ran from 10 and then it ran all the way up to 22. And 
obviously now it's back down to 14. Now it starts to, okay, now it starts to get more interesting. I mean, it's down $2.84. It's got the negative press. It had the Hindenburg thing. I mean, okay, now you start to get back to normal trend line. Get down to the low 10, 11, 12 area, it starts to get interesting again. So, you know, I, if I was in it now, maybe you're too late to sell it now. But the time to ring the register was when Jim Cramer was pumping it. And truth be told, it was 19 when I was dogging it on the show. And it went to 22 after that. So, you know, I would have had a day of pain if I was short in the stock, but now it's 14. So you get these double pumps from, you know, major, when stocks start getting major media attention like that, and they've been running for days, that's usually when they're going to turn. And that's when it turned. Everybody had to get in that day when Jim Cramer told him to get in. And, and the difference between that and Rocket, big difference, because obviously R Rocket was in the gutter and Jim Cramer turned around and said, buy it. So when stocks are running two, 300%, and then they come on show up on CNBC because they're running, that's the difference. So, you know, Rocket obviously turned on a dime when Jim Cramer said, it's too cheap, buy it. And that was stock was $19 trading then. And it's been pretty much straight up since. It, it, it slowed a little bit that next morning, but it's been blasted off ever since. People wanted an excuse to buy RKT. I mean, in theory, if the housing market is on the It's hot, yep. Right? I mean, shouldn't Oh, I, I, I like the story too. I screwed up. I, there's been a lot of trades. I do right, I do wrong. You know, obviously you're right and you're wrong. I had the stock. I bought the stock. I bought the stock at 20. And then, you know, I'm looking at it and it's not responding to earnings. And I was like, oh, I just don't like that tape. And, you know, me and Kenny were on the show and I was like, yeah, I don't like the technicals here. And I sold the stock literally two days before it started blasting off. You get some right, you get some wrong. And I was dead wrong on this one. Um, I should have held on. I liked it. I should have went with my initial instincts. I talked myself out of it. I was like, I just don't like the way it's not responding. I didn't wait around long enough on it. So, and obviously now the stock's $28 and I watched it blast off without me. So props to Raznik who brought us this stock. I shouldn't have sold it. But I mean, one thing, and people do this all the time. They're going to focus on what they did wrong. And they're like, man, I cannot believe I missed that rocket. And they're focused on it. They're focused on it. You've got to move on. When you're a trader, you're going to make good calls and you're going to make bad calls. And if you sit and dwell on your bad calls and let that affect your psychology and let that affect your confidence, you're going, it's going to impact you. You got to move on. When you're making, you know, 20, 30 trades, 40 trades, or if you're even making just two or three trades, you're going to get some right. You're going to get some wrong, but you cannot <laughs> let those good trades affect your psychology because if it hits your confidence, then you're going to be hesitant and you're going to be starting learn doing stuff. And that stuff learned over time. I make a bad call. I move on. I was wrong on our RKT. I missed it. Um, I was in it. I missed it. I screwed it up and I've moved on. All right. And that's what you got to do. Here we go. Coming to us, I think, from the Tesla Roadster that Elon Musk launched into space. Bill Santiago, good morning. Hey, can you guys, can you guys hear me? Well, yeah, we hear you. He's How space. you doing? Can, can you see? I have to apologize for this virtual background. I'm sorry about that, but uh, a lot of the jokes that I'm going to be laying out for you guys today, they're making their world premiere. So I thought this, this would be appropriate. Hey, I'm, nice. I'm sorry. Uh I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody Bill. in the Benzinga flat earth community, but th this is what we're going with over here. Bill, I have to tell you, I was really excited. I thought you were the first person to actually get on the Virgin Galactic plane and get launched into space into orbit. I was like, we have, he's actually paid the 600 grand and he launched himself <laughs> into space it's, it's, it's and he's up there orbiting around right now. It's only 250,000. I'll get into that in a second because I have some thoughts on that. But before you ask, <laughs> before you guys ask, yes. The rumor is true. I am still shorting Tesla. 
<laughs> there is no greater thrill than shorting a stock at all-time highs. <laughs> Am I right, Dennis? Am I right? Where are you, Bill? Bill, where are you? You know where I'm, he is. I'm, He's in I'm, outer space. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, I relocated to the Galapagos Islands. I knew you guys were wondering about that. I'm out here and uh, it's wonderful, except the blue-footed boobies are driving me crazy. They're worse than the magpies up in Canada. It's like a Hitchcock movie every day out here. Wait, you're in you Chicago. To, to I, you, I, I am in Chicago, yeah. Did, so here's my question. Um, did you lower your minimum threshold for people from 25 to five and now you're back on the road? <laughs> I only do Zoom. I'm, I, I, this is it. Three is my three is the top uh, my top uh, number for the uh, for the audience, lately, but it's fantastic. So, uh, hey, I was going to say regarding uh, uh, Tesla. I don't care about the split. I don't care about the S and P inclusion. I don't care about Battery Day. I don't know if you heard about. I don't care about the new Xanadu Gigafactory that's coming online after Berlin. I say to hell with all of you parabolicaholics riding the Tesla tsunami. It's fake news. The trend is a dead end. I might get bullish at zero, but take it from me. Never not wrong, Santiago. Forget Tesla. You guys know the play. I, saw, I heard the CEO on your show the other day. Go with Nicola. The luck and coffee of EVs. That's where the money is. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right. I am, I am long fraud. I am long vehicles that don't exist. CGI promotional videos. <laughs> the whole Trevor Milton trifecta. That's where the money is, people. So, I, so, so ahead, Spence. If, if they have vehicles, that's bearish, right? Yeah. If okay. you ever see, if you ever see an actual vehicle, if, if you ever seen an actual car, get out. It's a bad sign. <laughs> when Nikola right, actually produces know, their first truck, that's the stop. That's the top. Do you, do you guys ever like compare? Uh, uh, I know Trevor likes to compare himself to Elon, but come on, Elon. I'm actually, I'm a, I'm a musketeer myself. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Elon. I, 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 I'm a little nervous about betting against anybody whose side hustle is terraforming Mars. Well, actually, that was going to be my next point. Bill, what do you think of Elon Musk mining asteroids for gold, flooding the, flooding the market with gold? <laughs> and then you know it's coming. He's got a long-range plan. And if you notice that Elon is an alien i'm even even his name is just a different way of spelling it elon <laughs> alien is phonetically indistinguishable that's why that's why he wants to go to, that's, that's why elon wants to go to mars he wants to go home <laughs> listen uh bill i you know you've been listening to us for years right and we've talked about the markets the up and Has down markets long? and you know we're giving you some good calls and some bad calls but I just, I just need your take on something, okay? Oh no, you're, you're, you're deviating me from my, uh, my whole planned out thing. But go ahead. Got a gig going here. Come I mean, on, Joel. <laughs> okay. I prepare, and, and he feels like he's got to interject. I just, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the election. Oh well, did you watch Biden? Did you watch Biden on the last night? The guy was on fire. <laughs> he was on, he was unrecognizable. I. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Hey, Sleepy Joe was wide awake. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if Kamala slipped some Red Bull into his warm milk, but that he exceeded <laughs> all expectations. I, I don't know if he has what to take what it takes to be the uh, the tweeter in chief, but uh, you know he, he's definitely gotten a bump out of the convention. What 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 do you think? 
<laughs> I, oh, I, I think, I think it's going to be a huge turnout. I, you know, it's hard to well, predict. You know, well, you know, you know, you know what happens tonight? The Republicans get their turn tonight. And uh, don't quote me on this, but the rumor is, you know, who's supposed to introduce Trump at the Republican convention? No. The CEO of Goya Foods. <laughs> yeah, I, th I thought you were going to say you know what? It's, it's not a publicly held. Company, I thought I was so going to be the CEO of Kodak. No, 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 Bob Unadaway. Did you, did you, did you, did you guys catch his comments at the White House? No. Okay, this guy, this guy is the 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 president, the CEO of Goya Foods, which is the biggest. They supply all the food to all the Latinos in the world. Without Goya, we starve. Okay, <laughs> it's a very important company. All his all his employees it does, uh, are Latino. Doesn't get more Latino. And he goes to the White House to, to, to speak on behalf of the most anti-Latino president that there's ever been on the planet. And he says, Trump, President Trump is a blessing. You, you guys don't understand how this, that's like, that's like the CEO of Matzo Ball Inc. being like, thank God for Hitler. God okay. bless, God bless Adolf. <laughs> Get him off this tangent in a hurry. Get, go back to your, I should no, ask. No, that no, was all right. That was all right. Hey, Joel's fault. I'm just going with what Joel asked me. I, I know. He's got, I his know. Gate, he's got his gate clean, and then you take him on a tangent, and then we start to go on to Hitler. So all don't I'm take him on tangents. Dictators' lives matter. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Bill, 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 what else is on your radar here? Well, oh well, I, you want to hear you want to hear my uh, uh, my biggest trade so far since last, when I talked to you, June. Yeah. Oh, this was beautiful. I had twenty thousand dollars in options on Fastly that way, and I took it right through earnings because why lose money slowly when you can lose it fastly? <laughs> there we go. That's it. You know, I really, I really do hope that my uh, my Tesla my Tesla short works out because you know during this pandemic. Uh, performers like like me were under a lot of economic uh, economic pressure. <laughs> my little girl, my little girl Cielo, she lost a tooth, and when the tooth fairy left her a dollar, she was like so disappointed. I said, Cielo, what what's wrong? He he left you a dollar, <laughs> and she goes, My friend Malai got twenty twenty bucks for her tooth. <laughs> And I said, no, well, I said, under her pillow? She said, no, Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, tooth fairy inflation, tooth fairy inflation is real, people. We're telling tell you, inflation's a concern. Inflation's you know, you coming. Know, you know what's funny is like, I never, I never speak politics with them. They're like six and nine. They don't know, but they're always walking around. I hate Trump. I hate Trump. I'm, I'm like, you can't hate someone just because you hear, you don't even know what you're talking about. First of all, you shouldn't even use the word hate. And you got to be able to explain uh, why you don't like someone p politically. You can't just repeat what someone else uh, says. So why, 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 what don't you like about uh, the president? She says, well, he deports Mexicans, he separates families, and now he wants to get rid of TikTok. <laughs> That's a I good said, argument. You're right. We, we, we got to get rid of that poopy head mofo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joe, Joe, how how old is your daughter, Joe? Uh, I had twenty four and twenty seven. Uh, so you probably don't even remember. Were you there when they were born? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you do, did you do did you do natural childbirth? Uh, I mean, 
no. We went we went natural childbirth with both of mine, but I don't know. If I had to do it again, I would definitely go with Amazon Prime. Did you know that's available now? <laughs> what is it? it, it wait, is it same day or next day? It, it, it was same day. It's fantastic. Day. The only thing is we, we, don't, we don't have a doorman, so there's always a chance that the neighbors will steal the package in uh. the lobby, but – but it's worth the risk because when you order a baby, when you order a baby on Prime, you get to select gender, eye color. You can add in some toys, clothes, diapers, formula, iPad. You throw it all in the same box. It's fantastic. That, that There's Jeff a business Pito. model there. That's that a business Pito's model. knows what he's doing. Stocks, yeah. uh, just talk stocks a little bit. I know that uh, you had some iRobot. Uh, oh, iRobot. iRobot is back in play. You want to hear my other, my other, my other recommendations? It's, this is for Lisa. I don't care if anyone else listens. I know Lisa. Lisa knows knows I knows I know what I'm talking about. All right, you ready? We're ready. Let me see if I can find them over here. I, I, well, I'll just tell them off the top of my head. Uh, Spotify is coming to me. Spotify is hot. Etsy, a biomed, pins, Alteryx, and Dennis. You know, you know, you know it's T Doc. Teladoc, baby, <laughs> to the moon. That's going. That's been going too. It's a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, I heard you guys talking about that vaccine. Let me tell you something. Even if we get the vaccine, who the hell is going to take that vaccine? I'm not going to take it. I'm, I'm not going to be the first person online, okay, to take some no, no rush job corona vaccine. Okay, but, I'm not but, a, but what about? I'm not an anti. Don't confuse me. I'm not an anti-vaxer. I'm a you go first vaxer. If you, <laughs> I kind of am too. If you take it and you don't die, I might, I might, I might take it. So wait, does that same logic? Does that apply to the Russian vaccine that they have over there? Any any vaccine, someone else has got to okay. take it first. Okay. Spotnik, you you go first. Got it. <laughs> I'm a you go first. Yeah, they're gonna force them over there though. <laughs> oh, in fact, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't get to take it. Well, you know, every time, every every time Putin gives someone the vaccine, he dies. I mean, that's what that's what vaccines are out there. All his, all his, all his enemies get vaccinated. <laughs> all right, Bill Santiago uh, is an independent trader, and uh, as you could probably tell, a comedian. Uh, Bill, any? How come, uh, guys, how come you guys give me such a lame introduction to say I'm going to insult you? You guys never mentioned that I graduated from the Max Loss School of Economics. <laughs> <laughs> he knows Max Loss. <laughs> and, and wait, what was your degree? What was your degree in that? Uh, my 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 degree my degree was stand up. Didn't my you? Was, uh, weren't you on CNN? Didn't you do business on CNN? Uh, I I wasn't on the I, I didn't do business for them, but I I did I did uh, I have appeared on them many times. I used to actually do this for you know. Uh, Media outlets that matter before I did Benzinga. I hey, but CNN, CNN's loss is pre-market's gain, baby. Look, I'm never look, going back. The hell with CNN. Look, Bill, in an economic recession, you got to do what you got to do, right? I know. You got to know. That's why. That's why I'm hold. That's why I'm hold up here in my car. <laughs> so we got to get one trading idea from you. We know he's short Tesla, but what's your what's your idea? We need a long from you. What are you What are you looking at right now that you're you, dumping you into your Spotify Bill Santiago long term portfolio? Is Dennis Is Dennis listening to this podcast? I know he, he no. just subscribed to YouTube lately, but I just gave you like ten ideas. Uh, he doesn't listen. No, no. The, the, we okay. want the Dennis, idea. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. What you got to do is you got to sign up. You got to You got to sign up for my newsletter, my Never Not Wrong Santiago newsletter, <laughs> and you'll get all of these ideas in your inbox every morning. It's just uh, It's just ten thousand uh, dollars a month. 
And with that, you also get Joe. Joe should, should, Joe should uh, subscribe too because not only do you get the newsletter, you also get my favorite recipe for uh, gummy bear rice. That should ha help uh, co uh, uh, Joel out with his Costco surplus. I'm trying to help everybody. <laughs> I'm trying to help everybody here. Still we, got we, a bag and a half. We appreciate yeah. all the help we can get, Bill. But all you got to remember, uh, you got to remember is it's the liquidity, stupid. This Nothing else liquidity. matters. Nothing it's else true. Matters. He's got this figured out. All right, all Bill Santiago, thanks a lot for coming out with us today. We appreciate Anytime, it. Anytime, guys. Thank you. All right. All right, Bill. Thanks, Bill. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Bill. Love having Bill on the show. He is. His energy. He brings the energy. He does. He does. Uh, a little sure. bit different there. Uh, S&P still hanging up $29 here at uh, – 3421 pre-market high 3424 kind of quiet out there Dennis you had seen anything in uh, imbalances let's go take a look so obviously we had option quiet expiration balance. on Friday and sometimes you see and and you know I've talked about this before and you know obviously it wasn't the case with the stocks on Friday because they were just going but in some cases you'll see stocks actually have bigger moves on the Monday following a, a third Friday option yep. expiration because you have so many options going off the board and the stocks kind of release because you have, you know, call buyers and call and put buyers that are holding prices in place, you know, the natural pinning action, which we've talked about before, which can hold stocks down. And then a lot of times what you'll see is on the Monday, the big move. You're seeing that obviously in some stocks, but like in Apple, for instance, and it, it obviously moved up significantly to 497 um, on Friday, which is interesting because 500 would probably have been a big pin for that too. Uh, but, you know, the, the point of the story, just that, you see big moves often on the following Monday. So let's go look at the in, uh, individual imbalances and see if we're seeing some uh, big institutional action. Pfizer, 262000 to buy. I'm looking over. It, it's buy imbalances pretty much across the board, which is obviously what you'd think when the S&Ps are trading up 30. I'm just trying to look for outliers, though. Taiwan Semiconductor, which has been hot, 58000 to buy on TSM. General Motors, and you know, what's interesting is we haven't talked about General Motors for a while, but it got the pop, Ford did not participate, but there is this, you know, uh, thought process going on out there in the markets right now that GM's going to spin off some of their electric businesses. Well, here. that's what that's what some analysts have said. Like, yeah, the, and, and, and it showed some life la early last week because of that, but then nothing really materialized and value stock that it is, it starts to leak again. There's 133,000 to buy in GM this morning, so it is showing some life. The reopening trade on a little bit. Does that get faded? I mean, it's up 3%. Does that get faded? It seems to always get faded. So it's hard to just jump on board that GM's going to spin off an electric vehicle company and all of a sudden it's going to be you know, blasting off into orbit. Uh, but if oh it, wow, this yeah, got over thirty. This just got to thirty-one bucks it, huh? it, it, on that on that potential talk of a spinoff was huh. really what that was driving in rumors last week. What analyst was saying that? Do you know who it was, Spencer? I want to say it was Susquehanna. I think there's more than one though saying it. So. I mean, what are if you're GM and Ford, and you're looking at Tesla go up, you know, billions of dollars in market cap every single day, and you're looking at your company's stocks going down or basically going nowhere in the last three months three months well especially well, in the last three years three four years sure joel you're right like go back years. years what do you what are you thinking i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility that gm might be saying let's unlock some value here we've got electric vehicles coming we've got an electric vehicle business let's unlock some value i mean i kind of think that's a possibility they could do something like that um because 
you, you got to think they want to try to figure out how to unlock the value somehow. They're, they're being priced as companies that are last uh, year's model that's going, you know, potentially maybe even going out of business in the case of Ford. Um, that's how the market is pricing it. You know, I don't know if that's the case. I don't think it's the case because I do believe they're going to come out with electric vehicles and they're, you know, obviously going to figure it out. But I, if you're a management, I don't think a spinoff's out of the realm of possibility because I'd be trying to figure out how to unlock the value of my company as well. Yeah. What do you uh, think, Spencer? You think GM could do a spinoff electric vehicle business? I mean, I, I feel like we, we've come full circle on this. Uh, I, I, so I was talking to a coworker. So this is like a story that I'm going to relay that's third hand. But a coworker was talking to somebody else who was a newer investor. And this newer investor was saying, hey, I've, I've got a stock that, that, that I like that no one's really talking about right now. And, and he goes, well, what's the stock? And he goes, GM. You know why? Because I think they could actually produce some electric vehicles. And, and, and I think they can, uh, they could, you know, know, everyone's talking about Tesla and, and Nikola and, and Neo, but, but I think GM really could start making some, and we've come full circle now. We, we've gone from uh, Tesla doesn't produce any cars, look at GM actually makes cars to now, no, look at GM. They actually make cars and, and <laughs> they could make EVs. I don't know, man. I, 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 I guess it couldn't hurt to spin it off at this point, but I think that'd be the top. If, uh, well, bump, I don't know if it'd be the top, but it hasn't even hit the bottom. <laughs> Anyways, no, the GM no, chart, I, I don't I, mind. I mean, I mean, that would be the top in like the electric vehicle trade when, when GM spins off their, their EV unit. I don't know. How big is it? Is it even that big? I mean, what are they going to I would imagine. Like, yeah. Didn't they already have a spinoff of a part of their electric vehicle business before? Mm-hmm. Like, didn't didn't some of this, uh, which company was it that came from GM? Wasn't one of them came from GM? I don't know. You but I, I, I do want to get to some tickers from the chat if we have time. Uh, sure. There are a few that were dropped in there. So I don't know who, uh, which company came from GM. Uh, but we were at. Lordstown did. Didn't it was in a Lordstown? No, no, no. No, no. That. That came from like a GM plant, like a, a plant that GM. Oh, uh, so it wasn't okay. No, no, no. Um, all right, I'm gonna do some tickers here from the chat. We were asked about win a while back. W Y N N. I've not looked at this one for a little bit here, and it's kind of doing what the rest. They all trade. All the casinos they trade together. At this point, all the reopening stocks trade together too. So uh, up two and a half percent this morning. Huh. That's right? that's up on Trump. And the yep. plasma trade. And we are seeing a bid in the reopening stocks here this morning. Again, those bids seem to get faded by 10 o'clock. Does it happen here again? I mean, history tends to repeat itself again and again and again in this market. So am I buying win up 2.5%? Am I buying American Airlines up 2.88% when it was up 3 or 4% earlier? No, because these trades just seem to get faded. You know, maybe one day they turn it around, but is today going to be that day? I don't think so. So I'd, I'd fade the pop and win. American Airlines, all these stocks, they just seem to not catch a sustained bit. This $90 area, just real pesky. You got a double top up there, uh, 86 or 89.60 it's showing, and then you just got real good support down here as well. So it's been in a trading range, more towards the upper end of the trading range. I think for this really to get going, you need a breakout and a close over 60 bucks. But uh just in the middle, middle no man's land on the downside, uh, looking 80 bucks of support. That looks like a two-day low that you had. Uh, and then uh, what about Elastic, ESTC? This is not one we looked at for, for, I think, maybe ever on the show. It's a software play. Wow. Stocks. 
rocket ship mode. I mean, you got to stock the sitting. I'm just going out my chart. That's an all-time high. I believe it's an all-time high. So we always say stocks making new all-time highs, make newer all-time highs. I like being stock long stocks that are making new all-time highs and short stocks making new all-time lows. So on a pullback here, I don't know what the news is this morning. Actually, I don't know if that was still yeah, odd trend yeah, 104 because it's bid 105.80 as an odd lot. So it's showing that it's down. But well, I was trading 102 earlier this morning, so I'm not sure if there's a headline here or not. But pull back to 100 bucks, probably another buying yeah, opportunity. Yeah, 30 point. Yeah, 30 point move here since uh, it looks like uh, August 11th, a lot August 12th. So. I mean, maybe a little bit of consolidation for a day or two. I mean, it had a big rump up, you know, big, big ran, big rally, maybe a little consolidation. Hard, your two-day low is down at 100 bucks. So, you know, be comfortable with the stop maybe perhaps. Actually, it's 99.49, but uh, nice move here. Uh, 40, it was 40 bucks at the March low. Here's an interesting one. Jared and Let Letman in the chat there looking at Marvel, MRVL, and this is a nice level, Joel. So, you know, we Sick. can look at setups, but if you actually want to buy the dip on a stock that was very much in favor a couple of months ago, MRVL, there's been a nice dip here. You have a little double bottom even from the last couple of days in the 32 and a half area, and that coincides nicely back to the June low and to the, and to the, and to the double bottom you had in June with June at uh, 3267. So I'm looking at that 32 and a half levels, a nice level to lean on. I kind of like this MRVL, get it on a little pullback, stop yourself out under 32. I like the risk reward here. What do you think, MRVL? Where does that fall in in, uh, in the whole tech realm? Of and, and that's a good question too. Is it a value tech stock? It's an old tech stock, but yes. it's got the 5G aspect to it. So okay. there's a story, you know, where's the Intel story coming from? You know, they already know the major chip's going to get delayed for a couple of years. You know, what's the story driving that? You can see well, how- Intel had like a headline with Neo last week. Do I remember I don't that? Know. I don't see any Intel headline coming anytime soon to make it exciting. Um, we could talk Neo in a second too, because I have an opinion on that as well. But MRVL, it, it has that potential to get hot from the 5G story. So I kind of, I kind of like this one on the pullback. I kind of like it. Under 32, then you'd say, okay, I was wrong and move on. But you've got hard support there, bounced off it on Friday. Little life here again this morning. Get this in the mid 33s, maybe take a shot. Yeah, just kind of slope, maybe a couple days of consolidation, but uh, no, not bad I wrote looking it down. chart. This yeah. one's going on my list. It's going on the list. Know. All right, eight fifty nine, Spencer. You wanna you want to uh, stick uh, well, another? Well, let's just do Neo. Dennis said he has an opinion on Neo. What is your what is your thought? Yeah, you're in consolidation station here, and obviously sure. we love consolidation station. And I think you have a setup here, thirteen and a half. I wish it wasn't up. 3% this morning because I wrote it down. I was actually going to take a shot at this around 14 bucks um, from, from a swing trade perspective, stopping myself out, you know, probably under 13. But now that it's up 50, 40, 50 cents, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I, it's already starting to go without me. But I kind of like the consolidation. The story, obviously, Chinese electric car maker, we know that story could get hot again. It's a little concerning that Tesla's been running, 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 and Neo hasn't been running with that. But again, you know, sometimes stocks have big moves, which just did from 6 to 16, and then they consolidate for a while until they eventually start to go higher again. So I kind of like the setup just because you're in consolidation station here now on Neo, and I think you could challenge that 16 high and maybe eventually take it out. So from a technical perspective, I like this chart. Want to talk about consolidation here? Look at workhorse here. 
boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. That's waiting for that news though. So waiting for the catalyst. Waiting for the news. Is it gonna be good or is it gonna be bad? Place your bets. You know, that's like a place your bets chart on whether they're getting that contract or not getting that contract. Get that contract, the thing's probably over thirty. Miss that contract, it's probably under ten. So maybe the risk reward set up, maybe they're gonna get it. You know, when we had the CEO on the show, he was, you know, saying they're gonna be okay even without it, but it didn't sound like he was, he kind of felt like pretty good about it too, that they could get it. So there's that outside chance to get that contract and that thing explodes. So it's, it's a binary bet here right now. Do they get the contract or not? All right. Uh, I'll wrap it up here. I want to thank our guest, Bill Santiago. Thanks to everyone in our chat. If you're in our chat, please hit the like button. We would really appreciate that. Hit that subscribe button. Then, then you'll be notified Every time Benzinga goes live on YouTube, um, we've got our chats on YouTube, our chat on our, the pre-market site, premarket.benzinga.com, and also the chat on Benzinga Pro. Uh, so you can always go there. Uh, you can catch a replay of this show on uh, whatever major podcast platform you prefer or on YouTube as well. Please remember that all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice you can hit the in, in the uh, description of this video you can go to uh links for benzinga pro links to benzinga events and links to our shopify store thanks to the super chat uh donations as always uh joel and i will be back at 3 40 p.m eastern time at the same place youtube.com slash benzinga tv until then everyone have a great rest of your monday everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price ba-da-ba-ba-ba